From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's happening? What the fuck is up? Wow. Wow, that was a little aggressive, but you know, we're here. <laughs> um, it's Friday. It is. So, it, and I know because I actually had to check my calendar today because I don't know. Yeah, I kind of What are the days? I forget what days. They're kind of starting to melt together a little bit. Um, wow. Well, well. We could look back on this in like a live, low-key like journal on our inside journals. The sun's coming through the window, so everything's great. Day 47. You know. And it's going to be like. My mustache is full blown. Oh, at a certain point, I'm going to let my mustache rock. I've already decided. (laughs) I've already fucking decided. I'm going to let y'all get it on this. But anyways, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. Yes. Um, It's Kate Daddy. And your co-host, Jazz 40 Ounce Connoisseur. And we're back with another installment of, well, Girl That's Scary. And this time we're talking about. The The Shining. Shining. The yes. Shining, Doctor Sleep, you know, it's the mm. whole lore, everything surrounding that, and you know, some elements of the book, you know, definitely some elements of the, the book. Series. How the The Shining and its place in the Stephen King's multiverse, of course. Um, you know, all of the above. Yeah. So you know, I I feel like to be chronological, we should start with. The Shining itself. Yeah. Um, and that's a Stanley Kubrick film. It's really... Mm-hmm. Well, the one that actually, yeah, the, you know, the, we the all film, care about watching. Not the miniseries. The film. The film. Because I still have not seen the miniseries. I don't even know how I have not seen the miniseries. I've seen bits and pieces, girl. Let me tell you. Um, 
the CGI, there's like the the maze, well, the animals walking around and shit. It's a hose with teeth. It was a whole nother time, girl. So it was probably top top flight for us. Is top no, no, no. it was a little silly. Okay. It's a little silly. Uh-oh. Okay, okay, but. Wow. The Stanley Kubrick film um, is pretty fucking shot. and kind of fucking creepy. It's, it's a bitch. terrifying. Lots of creepy imagery. Like, just, they only got to say shit. Them twins pop up in the hallway and I say, bitch. That long hallway shot and like the that just still image. See, girl, I'm about to stand like shit. Okay, with us forever. Woo! And forever. then how the colors play off each other. And it's just like, <sighs> yes, I beat a bitch in an art museum just sitting there breathing deep like, Okay. I'm the aesthetics. I am. I am. But anyways, The Shining, the movie, came out in 1980? 1980? Am I tripping? Um, yeah, 1980. And then the novel came out actually in 1977. Have you read the novel? Okay, so I don't know why my mom let me do anything. Uh, because I definitely was like 12 uh-huh. or so reading The Shining. I'm and jealous. Because my mom had it, and I so I started reading, yeah, I read it, but also I feel like I read it at an age where I didn't really have the capacity to fully understand all the themes. Your mother was a Stephen King fan. Mom, yes. Oh, that's and so cute. Mine too. I, I also, I was a Stephen King fan. Okay, so, time to fuck up. You know I love Pet Cemetery. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so it's just uh, like, and you step every day. but my mom also has always had like really interesting books that she never read. Yeah. Like she had them, but she just, did, they were there. So I'm like, can I read this? Okay. <laughs> and I just take the book and walk away. And I'm gone with it for like a few weeks. Then I come back and I was like, doo, doo, doo. can I read this? Okay. And then the saga continues. Sometimes she might pause and be like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes she always say yes right away. But then she'd be like, man, eh, fuck it. I don't know. Something in her brain just says, eh, fuck it. Yeah, you know. She's not going to go on a, you know, axe murdering nah. spree. She's not going to do any of that. Read the fucking book. No one can see my eyes get big a few seconds ago. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I turned out okay. Well, I'm jealous. I've read like excerpts, ep- excuse me, excerpts from um, the novel, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and read it in entirety. I recently had a conversation with Mom Cat about different Stephen King novels, and she's like, Well, if you just want to borrow mine. So hopefully, if I can get some time outside during this, you know, situation, I could get the novels. Mm hmm. You know, I've been considering getting um, Audible. Um, That's fair. And just let them read the books to me. Because I like to read the books, but you know what? I also like to lay under the covers with the lights off. Fair. So I'm like, shit, if I could Stand just... that screen all they gonna burn your eyeballs out. Yeah. Fully convinced of it. I mean, I like physical books, but I can't go and get any physical books. I mean, That's I could fair. order them. But I, and I have some physical books in my room, but they're not the Stephen King novels. So I'm like, you know, I'm just about to press there this There might be like a book club out there. I got $10 here. here. Okay. Play well, these books. Right, let fair. me... That works too. Listen to this. Yes. Because I still haven't read it and I would like to. I want to too. Maybe that's a thing. You know, once I move past these other books. I am one of those people that have a stack of books of all these things that I think I should be reading and your girl is still struggling to get through 1984. And not because I'm bored, but because, you know, the sun's outside and, and I'm doing stuff and never I'm being anything. a human in the world existing and the simulation is shaking and I'm trying to navigate it. So I feel like, you know, I want to read it, but also the okay. simulation. But anyways, The Shining, 1980. Um, right now, if you are a human listening to this, as of 
I'm hoping mine today is somewhat close to your today. Um, you can rent it on YouTube, Amazon Prime, Voodoo, Voodoo. It's probably somewhere on the internet. It's about two hours, roughly two hours, 26 minutes, about two and a half hours. Beautifully shot, tells the story of um, this man uh, that is Jack, and he brings his family, Wendy and Danny, his son and his wife, um, up to this place in Colorado called The Overlook. Now, if you've never seen this movie, okay, girl, I'm not going to fault you, but if you've never seen this movie and you've seen... Um, Hulu's, what is this show? Castle Rock. Mm -hmm. This is the connection between there. Like yes. the girl, the writer on season yes. one. Baby. Jackie. Yes. She's uh, his niece. So when she leaves in the end of this uh, that season, she's going where? To the, the overlook. Um, so yeah, so Jack, who clearly in the movie, apparently the movie's a little bit different than the book, but so we're going to focus mostly on the movie. Mm -hmm. um, Jack moves his family to be the... Um, up to this real popping ass fire at on the cover looking um classic hotel the overlook um and he is the caretaker for the winter time like during the, the off the, the off season for the overlook he makes sure that everything is popping everything's cute um you know they're so far away from civilization like they have plug-in phone lines because you know given the time there's an mm -hmm. operator like you got the holla at the operator yes. Like, I was like, okay, they're plugging the lines in. And then in addition to that, they're way they got, out. yeah, they way got, out like, a radio there. situation. But they're in the cut. Um, 25 miles stretch. Ooh, beautiful road. area, but. Winding roads covered in fucking snow, bitch. Yeah, yeah. And the hotel's a real live hotel. It's not called the Overlook. It's called the Timberline uh, Lodge Hotel. That's an actual place that exists in America. So if you are able, excuse me, if we're able to ever go outside again, uh, maybe you could put that on your like destination list of places to go in the middle of the America. So yeah, but yeah, you follow the story of his dad, well, the husband, and slowly you can tell, you already know off bucks, the husband is not 100% there. He's played by Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, you know, he's a fire-ass actor who gives you amazing facial features when he's like, emotions through his face when he's acting stuff yes. out. Um, he's got great lines, great delivery. Like, you, this nigga is the role. He's also played the Joker, so. Yes, he's played quite a few. Like, he plays unhinged very well. Very well. Like, he be delivering these lines, but you be looking at him, he be smiling real hard, but it's not something that you would, that would require that set of emotions. Mm -hmm. He's just like, okay, this is, um, he's a little mixed up inside. He's a little confused <laughs> about what to feel. Um, yeah. Like his eyes, like they're real shifty, real yeah. shifty. Um, can't be trusted. Cannot be. No, trusted. he definitely cannot be trusted. Everything about him just says, nay, no, my brother. Like that's pretty <laughs> much, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. No, that, that, yeah, no, Jack was wild. Um, and he was trying to write that book and he wasn't writing a book. He mm -hmm. was typing the same thing over and over again. Um, yeah. He's up here trying to work on this book. He's cussing out Wendy because Wendy's just trying to, you know, keep checking up on him. You know, she just genuinely cares about him. And he is like, bitch, I can't stand your ass. Like, stop interrupting me, you bitch. You see me, bitch, I'm working. Get the I fuck can't out. Get, yeah, literally. He tells her, you got to get the fuck out. I was like, Jesus. And she's And then come to find out all this nigga wrote was the same fucking... I would have beat his ass. That's because the... I would have hit him with the bat just because of that. Girl. That's because the hotel was... Oh, so you find out over time, their son, he has this ability called The Shining, which is a reoccurring ability you see in Stephen King universe. And um, it manifests differently in different people. Um, it's level of strength is different in each human who has it. Um, and particularly for Danny, he's like... 
being able to see the present, the past, um, the future. He can also see dead people. Yeah. So he's bringing the dead to life in this, you know, seemingly on the cover beautiful hotel, which is really a fucking hell house. Yes. Because he was so turned up and so powerful that when he came <laughs> into the hotel, that the hotel is now turned up. Yeah. Like, like a battery. That's in Dr. Sleep when you see the next movie. Um, if you have not seen it, I'm not going to... Let's let's just say he explained, because this is also kind of explained in the book. Yeah. And it's it's not really explained in The Shining, but you see it because of the way Danny uses his shine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, he's, like, super powerful. It's like, oh, the house is chilling. It's spooky or whatever. Yeah. But... No, it's definitely scary as shit. It's spooky. There's ghosts in here. But then Danny come inside and they're like, oh, wow. It's a whole generator. Let's plug up. He put, literally put the battery press in. Press the play. Back. These niggas is dancing like Diddy Bitch. Like, <laughs> they are in here. They have on sweatsuits, <laughs> matching outfits. Getting the fuck in. And they're trying to suck all of the shine Absolutely. out of Danny if they can get to him. They've been trying the whole movie. On top of the fact that they're like, the house, the house itself is its own character. There's, they say it's like three characters in here, but actually the fourth character, which is probably the most biggest fucking character in the story, is the Overlook itself. Yeah, it'll be pushing you. It'll push you. Exactly. And in another instance, in a Stephen King uh, situation where the house is a character, is the Morrison house, whether you're talking about, um, Castle Rock, or you're talking about... Salem's uh, Lot. Woo, Salem's Lot. Listen. Oh! I might rent Salem's Lot. And another reason why everything is going shaky and fucking... Well, you know, the way things normally go in a Stephen King's uh, kind of ghost paranormal story. Mm -hmm. Um, The Overlook Hotel is is built, quote, on a Indian burial ground. Oh, God damn it. Here we go. Here we go. And another story. Pet Cemetery. You know what happens when you shit know. gets built on um, indigenous folks' grounds. They die, but they come back. Here we go. Here we go. It's something always so. shaking. So anyways, you're learning about, you know, you see the house, how it affects this family, um, how Danny is really fucking going through it. This little baby's head is shaking, baby. His brain is shaking. Everything's shaking. And how, you know, him and Wendy, his mom, mm-hmm. essentially gets out. Now, Dr. Sleep... It's a pretty recent movie, so I'm. I don't. I'm gonna spoil it, but I'm gonna spoil it later. Like this is what we're talking about. This is what this is about. Mm -hmm. And a lot of you who love Stephen King, you have already seen Doctor Sleep. Like we're gonna discuss it, but you need to go go ahead if you like Stephen King. um, Don't go in expecting like something as terrifying as The Shining is what I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't expect those same kind of scares. But I think it's pretty. It's a worth. It's definitely worth the watch. I had a good time. Yeah. I had a good time watching it. It is a little on the longer side. I feel like that one's also like two and a half hours. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a little, it's a little long. They could have cut a little bit, but mm, it wasn't like, oh, this is just dragging. No, I was God. definitely entertained by it. Yeah, that no. So it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, watch it. I mean, not to another 10, you probably in the house anyway, depending on when you listen to this. But yeah. Uh, Watch Doctor Sleep. So spoilers. Spoilers. Yes, first thoughts now. Um, so I feel like it. It's a decent little sequel. That Danny, the boy, the, of course, the ending in the first one. The mom and the boy escape because they're in the Stanley Kubrick film. There's a fucking maze, and they trick Jack and get him stuck in that bitch, and he freezes. Yeah, them. I mean it's a it's a pretty in depth maze. So yeah. But the mom, you see the mom that's earlier going through the maze. So yeah, they, so they kind of know it. Yeah, or they may know it, but at least enough 
Because this nigga to don't get know the what, fuck ASAP. Because he's been in that room writing at this point. All working no play now. makes Jack adult boy. Yeah, that's what he's, he's been writing. Create another death at the hotel with indentations, with commas, with punctuation, and everything. Just really ridiculous. Yeah. No. But Danny, he grows up. You know, I mean, of course, he's traumatized from mm-hmm. what happened to him. Um, so he's still seeing those ghosts. But at this point, he's definitely like you know grown up so they see they show him as a kid but only for like maybe 10 minutes like the first 10 minutes of the mm-hmm. film and they see he's not talking they see the ghosts are haunting him they see that he's like learned this technique to create a box for it when he sees these monsters put them in the box boom yep get the fuck out you're in the box so he goes on to do that dang it i forgot what i was saying terrible oh it's okay so you wait where you stuck at it he when he put the um he puts all he, he eventually reveals that he's learned to put all those ghosts and demons yes. into the box and um then the flash forward that's where we got because mm-hmm. if there's a lot of flashes okay. in Brain this film yeah i was like oh my god i had a whole spill it's okay bro. um there we go now i'm back all right so because it does a lot of flashes forward so mm-hmm. they show that part they show him putting the girl in the, the woman in the box the one from the bathtub lady and then he's an adult. Yeah, fuck that bitch. And you see that he is... Danny's a wild fucking boy. Yeah, okay? Danny is really like... Ewan McGregor does a really good job of playing Danny. Honestly, when he pulled up, I just started singing songs from Moulin Rouge in my head. Um, oh, Because wow. musical. Musical. Get your, get your, get your. <laughs> um, But more so Roxanne, because he was really giving that speech. So anyways, that's a whole other conversation. But you learn that grown-up Danny is really fucking going through it. He is drinking... All of his problems away, one night stands, Girl, doing drugs, nice mm. you know, mm-hmm. finding out bitches got babies and giving them fucking cheez its. He's just in there, just mm. doing whatever, bro. Like, only I'm, to realize later that that baby and that 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 girl was dead. She OD'd. We said spoiler. Yeah, we did. Yeah, no, we talked about it. Yeah. We said spoiler. Yeah, that girl OD'd and then the baby died too because they must have never found a baby and the baby must have died. They're just because yeah. they, his shine, his shine turned back up. And the ghost came and visited him. And I said, girl, this is too much. Oh, my God. This is like, they much. never found us. Yeah. But outside of that, you're introduced to new characters. Um, Rose the Hat, who is like the leader of the True Knot. These group of people who are like vampire, immortal type people who uh, kill people. A lot of churn. Yeah. Who have the shine. And they feed off their shine. Like they, they call the steam. So when you die and all the sh- your shine comes out, it's like fear and all kinds of other stuff poof, comes out your mouth like a fucking like diffuser, and yeah. they're sucking the diffuser gas up. Like Is they some crackheads. Yeah, they definitely was. Ro- they're I, fucking okay. crackheads. They were. They we were. are following a movie about crackheads. Except it's not crack. It's fucking soul juice. And that I was stressed. Soul I was vapors. stressed. They really were like not positive imagery across the screen. I was like, okay, girl, this is stressing. These niggas is really sn- on oh, all four sniffing. They like was animals. killing churn. Torturing them. Children. Multiple. But they don't give a fuck. Their moral set is different because they first of all, everything they do is for gang. Girl. Blood in, blood out for real. They well, I mean, but is it really because when the grandpa died, okay, and he was the oldest out of all of them, they could not wait to suck that steam up. I was like, girl. But they are this also. Can't be it. This can't be Yeah, it. but at the same time, it probably, I feel like it takes more steam because they're eating the same, so I feel like it takes more... The older you are, yeah. maybe the more steam it takes for you to, like, maintain. Yeah. Because, you know... And he's seen Empire's fall. This, yeah, this man, he's been around for a long this time. This man probably um, seen Methuselah. Like, he's been out here. He he knows these people. Like, he gave him handshakes. Um, 
And he was probably probably like several photographs. You know what? Bruh, he probably the backstory must, he might have been in two or three wars. What if he was, hmm, you know what? It wouldn't shock me if we find out he was hanging out with Hitler. You know. You see me, Lena? I'm never really shocked. I mean. Um, but they sniffed up all his um, steam. He died. They sure did. Yeah. Very quickly. But these people are going around killing like people who have the shine. But they're having trouble finding, you know, people with the shine clearly because Grandpa starves to death. And they find this little girl who is turned the fuck up. On accidente. Because she yeah. was peeking in using her shine on another yeah. particular scene. Because I feel like they kid. felt her when she dropped the spoons. But they couldn't find her. Yeah. But when she peeked in and they started killing that little baseball boy. Poor baby. Oh. and Poor he was, tank tank. And that shit was uncomfortable. I was just like. He this, was screaming. Mm, and I believe that they were really hurting that little boy. And you know they don't really show. Like they still didn't show his death for real. You don't really see child death in movies. And they still didn't show up. But that you little boy died. You hear him. It was just. You hear his screams. Girl. I was like. Okay girl. Like. Alright. But. Um, her name is Abra, um, played by, I guess, her name is not, I guess, this is her name, Kylie Karan. Cute little girl. Um, she came in, she did what the fuck she had to do. She snatched everyone's wigs. Amazing actress, beautiful yes. gowns. She's a gangster. Lovely bitch. gowns. She came from Lots of powers. Like, all right. So, of course, she showed her powers once they sniffed her. They showed the powers again when she saw the little boy dying. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, there's a big fish, bitch. We've been looking for a big yep. fish. Well, let's let's get the hoe. Let's get her in a whale, like a Moby so, Dick reference. She's in the supermarket, and of course, you know, because children, as I'm learning from adolescent development, children be doing anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, they like they don't think shit through. They be like, she think, oh, I'm gonna search this bitch out and I'm gonna just find her. Yeah. First of all, if that, there's people who would do something like what you saw to that young man, why would you want to draw attention to yourself? You know, she ain't think that But far. she, you know, because she's like, what, she's 13 or something, 12, yeah, 13? Yeah, she's trying to save the day. She's, she's a young war heart. She wants, to talk, she wants to save the day. And she finds the girl. And the girl's like, ooh, hey. No, and she tried to turn her around. And she'd knock her ass back and make her nose bleed. Say, bitch, don't you touch me. Yeah. Don't you start. And that's at this point when Rose realizes how powerful Abra really is. And that's um, not even all of it. No, it ain't. Because at a point, Rose does get into her head. She goes and she gets into her head, so she thinks. And she pulls up and Abra has set a trap for this hoe. She's like, hmm, she's in the room. She thinks she's in the bed. She's like, hmm, I'm just in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just reading through your memories and your mom. And Abra turns around and this is a really creepy um, image set. Like, it's Abra, but her face is like blanked out. You don't see, you yeah, see her features. Yeah, you see her features, but... It's like just skin. Like mm-hmm. there's no eyeballs. Eyelids, there's no holes in her face. It looks like you know how to dip, put the plastic over the molds of dolls. Mm-hmm. Like they make the face like that. Yeah. That's what it looked like. And she had like a little bob wig on. Bad bitch. Like she was out here like, ooh, I'm giving y'all, you know, futuristic, but little Kim crushed on you. No, the bit. wig was definitely fire. Like I and thought she was like, ooh, they. This. He was. She was like, he said you would come back. And she shut that bitch hand in there, fucked her hand up, Ooh, and then got into her head. And now she can Which track Which has her. never happened to Rose before. Yes. And then she got to, you know, retreat. She had to retreat. She had to pull her hand out and retreat. Because she pussy. Yeah, and they told her she couldn't fucking tag along because, you know, no, nah, she can track you. Yeah, but they But she, they didn't realize she was also tracking that other nigga who touched that baseball glove. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, ha, ha, I can track you too now. Yeah. 
So things turn up pretty quickly for baby Abra. Her whole life goes into shambles. Um, you know, her and Dan link it up because at this point he's Uncle Dan. Yes. Uh, they link it up and they end up taking the drama back to, um, after wiping out the whole uh-huh. true knot, they bring that drama right on back to the Overlook. You know, basically coming full circle in the story. I love it. Yes. I love it. So they, uh, they draw them to the trap because, you know, Abra's a bad bitch. They made mm-hmm. a trap. And they think they, oh, they're going to catch her and it's a fucking bunny. And they pop, like, they start shooting them, like, picking them off from the woods. And they are shooting all of them. None of them make it out alive um, except for Crow Daddy. But Crow Daddy was never with them. Crow Daddy was on the way to the girl house. Mm-hmm. To, who, oh, damn, he killed her daddy and kidnapped her, which is fucked up. Yeah. But they kill everybody and then they get to that last girl, Snake by Andy, who, whose character I kind of liked at first. I'm tired. Um, because they find Snake by Andy and she's this 15 year old kid and men who like try to holler at her, she invites them to the movie theater and they stay and she takes their money. She cuts their face. Um, and then she makes them think of snake venom every time they think about touching little girls. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's not even a bad thing. I, okay. This is no, I, I can get, I can get behind this bitch. Yeah. They, they want to seek you out. Then they turn her into one of them. So she's not human anymore. And she has some reserves about, you know, oh, I thought I was going to do this. I thought we couldn't die, you know, or whatever. But she, they get to Rose this part. Lied. You know, Rose Yeah, of not course. But part. now we get to this part. And instead of, you know, taking her L, she said, tells this nigga to shoot himself. And the nigga shoot himself. I'm like, no. Yeah. We killed damn killed best B- friend. Or rest in peace, Billy. Billy was popping. Billy was a real nigga because Billy went all the way out to that yeah. child grave. And helped him dig. Because, you know, a lot of people would not have done that. They would have called the people no. on you. They would have, they would have called, called the, the people. They would have called the people on you. And the feds would have dug it up. And then it would have made it seem like you killed that young man. Because you knew where he was. Yeah. Um. But, no. Yeah. They killed him. So then, of course, because everybody did. Rose is like, bitch. I'm going to beat y'all ass. Especially because they do a new fancy trick. He done kidnapped Abra. And then Danny said, bitch, all right, we're going to touch hands, right? And I'm going to pop up. I'm crying. Um, so he pops up in her body. And she started talking that shit. Like, you know, what's up? You know, you do. You know, I see that you're sticking to these routes. Somebody's going to find you. You know, talking cash shit. Right. And he like pulled, putting his hand on the gun. She was like, you're not going to shoot me. I'm the prize. Everybody did. You're going to shoot me now, mm-hmm. <laughs> girl. But you know what? The arrogance. Because... Bitch, I knew you weren't going to wear no seatbelt. Look at you. Yeah, she clicked, double clicked the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They run right to a tree. She flings right out of the goddamn, he flings right out of the uh, windshield. Crow Daddy is gone. Yep. He's on the ground. His steam is coming out. Bye. She gets out and she's like, you deserve this. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of am, I'm interested in seeing if they would make a sequel with just her because there are some parts of her character. Which is Abra? Yeah. Like, moving along. Because, you know, she's a bad... Would she I go mean, around... She seems like someone who would go around punishing niggas. She would. Yeah, you I deserve definitely this. see... You deserve I, what's I happening definitely to turn, see I hope it hurts. A, um, Makes it hurt worse. Yeah, where she's got a little bit of, I guess, darkness in her. I, no one can see the air quotes, but there was quotes. Um, so I'm, I'm following. I, I did peep that when she was like, I'm doing this, but you know, she's got a real fucked up backstory now. Yeah. Right? She don't got no real regrets when it comes to like hurting these people. 
She don't give a fuck. But also, they did kill a fucking Maybe kid. Maybe like a vigilante they type situation. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she might be a little... She would definitely go around... Vengeance. And just, just be mur- yeah, she just would be murdering niggas. Like she accidentally touch your hand and realize that you did X Y Z, and she taking you to fuck out. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So after this, they take that drama up to the overlook. My God, they go on a road trip. She don't tell her mama where she at because she want to protect everybody. Throw her cell phone out the window. Poor baby. Um, takes the drama up to the overlook. Um, Rose the hat meets him at the overlook, and then you know. There are a lot of callbacks to Stanley Kubrick's um, The Shining. Mm-hmm. Basically, this whole, like, Shabop spiel is set up to, like, mirror it, be everything. And, of course, Danny and Abra have pulled up to The Shining. So, I mean, she pulled up to the Overlook. So, the whole hotel is fucking lit yes. up. It's, it's jumping like a goddamn yes. You got Danny, Rose, and Abra all in that bitch. They are at cranking the same it the fuck time. up in there. And if Danny was already a fucking big-ass battery. Yeah. And Abra's more powerful than Danny. And then you got Rose. Like the the I don't I feel like it's over nine thousand. That's really what the nah. fuck is going really. It's fucking How over nine thousand. Oh my god. The scouter is broken. Just that explodes. is exactly what's happened. The scouter is goddamn broken. There's a really nice final showdown scene um between um excuse me Danny and and Rose. Um they cranking it the fuck up. Abra's, you know, ejecto cedo and cuz because he's trying to protect her um danny then gets you know puts top puts on his big boy drawers and unlocks all the caskets and shit in his head um those little lock boxes and all the little ghost magos come on out and they turn the fuck up on rose and then you know then they turn up on him yeah because they turn like i'm like you didn't think that far he just did it because he was in a pinch and then they turn around like oh you and you and you thought we were fucking finished bitch oh no we were not no. And they possess that nigga. Yeah. So now, like, it's a race for Abra safety and getting Abra the fuck up out of there. But shout out to the movie. Basically, you know, we're here at the end now um, that Danny has turned basically the boilers all the way the fuck up, uh, which was supposed to be the ending of yeah. the real movie. That happened in the miniseries, but it didn't yeah. happen in the Stanley Kubrick film. I learned new things. The Overlook did not burn down. But this time it did. So it got the ending it finally yeah. deserved. Um, you know... Setting, cleansing the land, cleansing yeah. everything. Abra makes it out. She's hoping Danny make it out. I'm like, no, Danny, girl. Danny not Danny making it, baby. He got them ghosts in him, boo. He got to stay he in there. He can't even come out if he wanted to because the ghost's going to do nothing but follow him. And that's just, mm, girl, we're he's not doing got that. demons. Your shine is not that big. He's tired. But then you do see that Abra, at this point, you think, girl, this baby is stuck in the goddamn mountains. But then you see over yonder that the uh, first responders are here to support her. Uh, and Abra is about to eject Ocedo with some help. Yes. So, you know, if you like decent endings, it's happy on the sense that the girl makes it. But I didn't think Danny was going to make it. No. Anyway, because... Girl, please. Um, Newscat Man <laughs> was uh, saying, you know, you you owe a debt. Like, I'll sacrifice myself to save you. You need to sacrifice yourself to yeah. save this little girl. You got a debt, my nigga. And I was like, I know that debt's your life. I know it's your life. It has to be. Because that's all you have to come full circle. Like, you can't just leave this little girl out to, like, to fucking dry. That's terrible. Yes. Um, oh, you want to know something I recently found out today? What? There is a direct connection between uh, The Shining and It. Oh. Oh, surprise. Um, so, Scatman, Duck Hollerman, mm-hmm. um, he, of course, is in The Shining with his shine. Not as strong as uh, Danny, little Danny or Doc shine, mm-hmm. but um, still a shine. He's also a character that's mentioned in the book and the most least... I can't remember if it's in the 
miniseries. But in the movie, the oh. most recent It movie, they talk about it too when they're reviewing Darius' history. Uh. He was one of the people that was in the war back in like shortly after like uh. World, was, I think World War One or World War Two that was helping identify like sick people and uh. blah 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 and all that stuff. Using The Shining in that one, so I'm like, okay, I learned something new today. I mean, outside of the fact that you know. Pennywise essentially pops up in goddamn every story. It pretty much affects everything in this He's entire thing. He's like a fucking thing, cancer, man. You know, I learned something to do. He's just Hopefully, fucking everywhere, yeah. and I just really cannot. I mean, I can because I do like I like the universe. We're gonna work. I stand a little. I bit like that everything overlap, overlaps a lot. Yeah. Um, I did like this ending because it it gave it like closure, exposure, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're not gonna do anything else unless they take on because David said they take on Amber's story, and which she's I would fucking, be interested in seeing. I because she it'd be nice to see if she fucking wows. Yeah, like it would be especially her dad died. She deal with trauma. Like she should wild the fuck out a little bit. Maybe. I feel like vigilante bullshit and then one of them, these niggas or some random nigga come and find her ass who's another group they may not be true not or whoever or should they might go somewhere and move somewhere yeah somewhere something in there or in the neighborhood and it sees her i'm definitely yeah, no, no no i'm seeing the vision i'm definitely interested in seeing how her story plays out in the stephen k multiverse because there's so many i mean shit the sh- the doctor sleep is a relatively new story slash book it just came out in the last 10 years so you know there's time there's yeah. space and as long as Stephen King is still with us you know hopefully no longer saying ashy shit although you know we've already tarnished we've already heard it yeah. um maybe he'll put something new outside I don't know you know maybe maybe not. Nah, yeah. um whatever but we can dream. make up your own do story. you feel like Doctor Sleep's a good sequel like a I did feel like it was a good to... sequel um I personally was satisfied in terms of like character expansion um, we definitely got a backstory as to what happened to the main character, which was the whole fucking point of the story. But like, yeah. what happened to the boy when he grew up? Like, which is a really, you know, a, a thing to wonder. Like, okay, so he made it out of this. So what? We're like, is he just gone? Do they just live happily ever after? Which they and don't. And you learn that he is not living happily, ever, which is realistic. It makes sense. Not only did he escape a traumatic situation in terms of the paranormal but his fucking dad was abusive and the ho- and the hotel really turned up all the shit in him that already existed so you're already dealing with this like personal um body trauma family trauma and now you gotta deal with ghost ass niggas on your line all day like of course he was going to grow up with his fucking shit not all the way together yeah, yeah, it was. He was set up to fail. He wasn't but, taking no therapies, bro. I seen a, a fucking moldy lady coming out of the tub. I would never be good again, girl. No, hell no. Them twins never be good again. My dad tried to kill me and my mama. Never good again. No, and I mean I don't. You know, shout out to his mom. She's only doing what she can could. Apparently, his mom died when she was he was twenty. So he really had to navigate his life as a young adult essentially on his own which you know of course made led him to believe to make a whole lot of choices so i mean i think it was an adequate sequel i it was believable um it tied up a lot of knots it introduced a lot of new characters brought back a lot of old and i thought yeah there are a lot of callbacks definitely um and because I like the shiny, I was like, oh, well, this is just, oh, look at this. Oh, I look like at the, the carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the overlook. Look at the twins. Look at all these people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They even matched up the characters. Like, uh, to reenact, they had characters that looked a lot like the original characters. They did a really good job on that as well. They got as close as they fucking could, bitch. I was like, you know what? You right. Yeah. I see what you did there. I like it. Um, 
Yeah, I was definitely entertained, and I like I like the expansion of the lore of there. There's the steam, and there's motherfuckers who eat it. Yeah, and they become these creatures, and they eat the steam. And if you magical, they come to get your ass. I would like to learn more about the true knot, or is it just the true knot, or does that really talk about everybody who has? Yeah, this are there other people? Like, I would like to learn more about that. I would like to see them in more Stephen King situations if they're not already there. Yeah, I would like that. I I think. Um, just having characters who could go into the brain and create these really creepy, eerie scenes. Because, like, the file cabinets is already as dark and create, like, a library. And she's rapidly going through them. Yeah. It's scary. The way their eyes go back. It's a little sp- spooky. It's spooky. Yeah. I d- yeah. And I, I definitely think, especially because of how you get a glimpse of how long they're alive. So I really want to know, like, okay, these are creatures or people or, you know, humanoid type things that have been with us over a span of decades, centuries, centuries, they've been with people, they've been with us for a while. So I'm very interested to see what kind of backstory they have to bring to the multiverse. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention that I do, I did like the um, the scene uh, between Danny and Jack. Ooh, where they're talking in the bar. Yeah, and Dr. Sleep. And Jack's like playing this whole thing like he's not who he is, but then he reveals like, yeah, guess what, nigga, it's me. Um, and then that whole exchange. Yeah, that I mean, I feel like that's the part where it's like, okay, the tables have turned. Look yeah. who's Lloyd, but not really Lloyd. Look who's a nigga. It's your daddy. And you know he melted into the picture at the end of the movie in The Shining. Yeah. So you know he wanted a ghost. Yeah, Hello, he, okay, yeah, I wanted your waiting. ghost stories. He was definitely waiting um, to come one of the I'm very happy that Danny said, bitch, I'm not drinking. I'm done with that fucking life. Mm-hmm. You can't convince me. Uh, bitch. <laughs> he did. He His dad was like, yeah, okay. He smacked that fucking drink and was like, yep, that's it. Boom. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't have to live this way. No. Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. It's intense. Um, so, yes, you liked it as well. Yeah, I did. No, I liked Complete. it. I definitely liked it. Um, I don't know why niggas was hating on it so bad. I heard a lot of bad things about it. I think people just be upset for a reason to be upset. Um, but if also, if you're listening to this and you did not enjoy it, and you saw it, please let us know because I'm also opening to open yeah. to hearing as to why. Because I can see why, why a lot of people was like, it's not that scary. And okay. I was like, all right. You do, but yes, you know I'll what? Give you that. The Shining is terrifying, but the Shining, Alyssa was the scariest film to me. It's not that's it's no. really good. Yeah. But it doesn't terrify. It gets, it heats up at the end. Yeah. You know, you do have things that are terrifying and great imagery. Um, but, eh, you know. The Shining was it. Now, it did, as a, as a, is a young warthog. I was a little nervous watching it, but also I was a young warthog. Now, watching it as an adult, I'm like, okay, this scene is creepy. This is, you know, a little unnerving. Wow, they did really good on that practical effect, but also at the same time, I've seen a lot of wild-ass shit. So, yeah, this is not... I'm not, a little, I'm not scared. I can yeah. see how one would be a little nervous. Yeah, you can't go by our judge, our meter, because my meter's broken. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, my fun meter is turned up to the max. We do what we can. Yeah. I've watched very terrible films. Just <laughs> a judgment-free zone. You know, we're just here. Um, who is your favorite character from Doctor Sleep slash The Shining? Um, I think my favorite character is Abra. Mm-hmm. Only because I'm interested in seeing how... Now I want to know, okay, what happens after this to Abra. Yeah. It's just, but I feel like, but with if every story and if every story is roughly repeating itself in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form, um, I, I think ultimately I'm going to feel that way about any new character. Yeah. They were, yeah. 
Hey, I also like Alpha too. Oh yeah. I mean, I also like Jack uh, Torrance because he's wild. Like, yeah, he's fucking wild, bro. Like, what the fuck? I'm glad we were able to see him again. Yeah, I, I, I he popped up. He now wasn't Jack Nicholson, but you know we can't. That's we can't, okay. We ain't got all the technology. We can't do all that. It's fine. Okay, they gave us a long time, and it was pretty good. I was, I'll take it. I'll take it. It was good. I'm satisfied. I was. I mean, outside of it, you know, outside of Avra, like I said, the Overlook, because you know, I'm also here for. The evil entity homes turning the fuck yeah. up. I am. I yeah. just shout out to y'all making that a whole character within itself. That's fire. Like you come in and it's like, hello. It's me. That nigga walked in and the lights turned on. Them lights were bright as bitch. They were like, hello. Welcome back. Dude. Welcome back, girl. He was like, oh, damn. Rolled out the red carpet. Red carpet, Duke. Just roll out. Wow. Yep. Shout out to Ludacris. He don't even know me. That's fucked up. But I just, you know. The red carpet bullshit rolled out on out. Yeah. No, they did. It rolled out and was like, hello, we got our ghosts back. We're here. We will eat you. Yep. And I know a lot of the ghosts were in his head. It was like, hey. Girl, the ghosts was ratty. They was ready to come out them cages. They was ready to show the fuck up and I'm turn also, out. I'm also um, happy that what Danny's theory was correct. Because what if he would have put her to that hotel and they want to eat her? Yeah. What if they would have helped him kill her? I mean, helped her kill him. That would suck. I mean, because ultimately the ghosts, the ghosts all have it out for themselves. So they really don't give a fuck about nobody. They just want to um, eat. So I, you know, shout out to him for thinking that because I knew. But then I also knew in the same way. Watch, he gonna bring this woman up here, and the house gonna be like, "Bitch, and you're next." Because and I, I was like, "That's the That's the first thing I saw. Okay, they gonna eat her. She dead. I thought I was like, "Why aren't you running away?" Because the first I would have started. I rolling down the stairs, something. And he can't, but he couldn't leave opera because they gonna find her ass and eat her too. Okay, well you could have, you know, while she getting fucked up, that's when you get, somehow get the magical strength and drag your ass up the stairs, something, bitch, or just duck and roll down the stairs. I just away. You got? I don't know. You got to make it work. That don't make no sense. I wouldn't just laid there. I, I mean, I understand. I, I too would not have been in excruciating pain because I don't know what that's like. But I would have, I would have rolled away like a sad potato. Not like a sad I potato. I would have tucked my knee in the a good knee and just rolled around my room. That would have been me. A potato rolled around the room, and that was me rolling down the goddamn stairs because the ghost would have been so busy eating this bitch up. They would have gotten to me by the time I hit the end of the stairs. So at least I attempted to get away. I couldn't embarrass my family like that. We had to go. Just like no, no, no. Um... I do like Danny, though. I mean, yeah. I like his character the way... I mean, because a lot was thrown at him. And, like, he was at... He was, what, five? Yeah. When that shit happened to him? It was a... Yeah. That's fucked up, yeah. bruh. Like, for a five-year-old... Shout out to him still persevering in some way, shape, or form. Even though he was making a, a shaky choices. Shout out to him for attempting to persevere. Yeah, a lot happened to him. So, I'm just like, for him to go through that and then turn his life around. Like, oh, I'm not even a drunkard and I'm really... I'm really done with this shit. I'm really out here trying to, you know, make the world a better place. Yeah. Um, he even started using his shine again because he was on the, under the radar. Yeah. Like, that's a character change. He was like, let me use our real voice. He got his confidence back. Because now the bitch going to find also, my Also, Abra, too. shout out to Abra because Abra gave him that confidence because at first he told Abra that she should dim her shine and hope keep her head down just mm. to stay out of trouble, which is, I, I definitely understand. Yeah. But then, you know, he's inspired by her and her courageousness. So now he's like, okay, well, you know, I fucked up. Ghost me. I fucked up, <laughs> and um, I apologize for telling you to put your head down, um, and I think you should shine on, which is yeah. that thing. Show them, show them, show them hoes, you not playing. Yeah. And, and she does. She that's pretty much it. She's like, okay, bet. Literally. Yeah, that's why I'm like, dang, I kind of want to see more ever. Like, 
Hopefully, but I'm also okay if they don't continue. The there story. might be a fanfic online that might give you the satisfaction you're looking for. I'm okay with that. Oh, okay. I can read that and just be like, "Wow, can I have a story in my head?" Time on your hands. You got time. I have quite a bit of time, guys. Um, yeah. But yeah, let us know what you think about uh, the Shining miniseries, the movie, the book, or um, Doctor Sleep. If I you have, have any tidbits in there to add in um, for us, you know, you can always email us at. G-R-L-S-T-S-T-S-Pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. or Girl That's Scary on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Um, you know. Same name. Come same say thing. hi. We be having polls on there. We was talking about Jason and um, Michael Myers in the cage we match. We talk about everything. We were seeing what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and if you have some titles of some works, whether it be like literary, literary works or some visual, you know, shabob shababs. Go ahead and hit our boots. Let us know what the fuck is up. If you just want to say, hey, we like saying hey too. So just do that. All or, right. you know, just exist. <laughs> well, okay. well, okay. All right. Bye. Bye.